Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. This podcast is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Now, if you want to know more about the Ruminations Radio Network, it's real easy. You go to the website at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. There, you're going to find a bunch of selections on our roster of podcasts, all of them entertaining, all of them worth the time to listen. Great, independent, unique voices talking about everything from movies to science fiction, anime, and uh, movie reviews are one of my favorites, so I always refer to it. You can check out Cinephile Hissy Fit, just one suggestion from me to you. But for right now, back to us. We're back to talk about a bunch of crazy stuff. I was going to do like a false lead in. Like I was going to try to sound like a serious news guy and start talking about, you know, after the third set of January 6th committee hearings, you know, and going like to this whole thing about politics just to see if I could get Becky to chime in and be like, no, no, we're not talking about that. (laughs) That's to try to get on the really great, like 1930s newscaster voice. And you do a great job. Oh, you're the, the the old 1920s news. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, check out my fedora and it's got a little (laughs) controversial. I'm here in my smoking jacket reviewing the news. (laughs) <laughs> i love that that era. was really I always, good i love that cadence it's so silly yeah. and funny and full of pomp it always makes me laugh you know and it, it, i don't know why i can do it at all it makes, it makes me feel sad because like in another Abbott. life <laughs> yes <laughs> yes do you know total fucking side note here um who who was the Br- the british actor detective that played the P.I. Anybody oh, remember his name? I don't know his name off the top of my head, but I know who you're talking I'll have to look about. him up. But th- this is, Be- Becky, you're probably not going to connect with this at all, but um, that guy was apparently considered for the role of Wolverine in the first oh, X-Men movie. Bob oh, Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. yeah. Bob I Hoskins. I had no idea. But of course, you know he's so famous for Roger Rabbit. You think bald yeah. PI that can do a a kitschy flip, like a theatrical cage flip, yeah, the way he could. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. I love that movie. Well, well, <laughs> I was welcoming everybody back today. We have with us a very special friend. We we've referred to several times. Maybe every episode we say something to Mitch and. I am really, really happy he found the time to join us today and be our third man in the seat. Yay. Mitch, thank you for being here. Really, really glad. <laughs> Thanks. I really, <laughs> I, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'll say it again. I'm, I'm a fan of the show, so I, I really am glad to be here. It makes me feel like, because every time that I sit down to edit an episode, I just want to join in on the conversation. I'm talking to myself more than any of the other shows. I'm jumping in, talking and responding, and I want to send you guys messages constantly. Like, like I'm, but you're, you know, the episode was recorded weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, they, they are not going to know what I'm talking. But it's like, <laughs> it, just, although that would be fun, if, just to time. get those and yeah. catch yeah. up with them the next episode. Like, here's the messages I got. <laughs> that would be really funny. Just have his opinion, sitting- you know, like. Sitting at work, and all of a sudden, this Mitch's message pops up, and I'm like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe you think that about JJ Watt. Don't, yeah, like, don't yeah. even know. My heart is broken. I don't want to talk about it. I'm starting to cry right now. Please. Because Different he's subject. having his first kid. 
Yes. <laughs> because now, now he's really off the market, huh? Yes. Oh, no. Oh. I'm, really happy. I'm really happy for him, but now he's really out of reach. <laughs> I know. Before then, I it was so you, I told you. I told you last episode, the end of May and beginning of June is like the worst two weeks of my life because everything bad happens and that happened on top of everything else. I just start crying. What's the first song Horrible. you listened to when you got the news? <laughs> <laughs> Unbreak my heart. <laughs> okay, that sounds like we practiced that and that's totally off the cuff. <laughs> Unbreak my heart followed by InSync's Gone. Oh my goodness. Followed by Backstreet Boys as long as you <laughs> love me. <laughs> Have you, uh, who is the person you've loved like this, Mitch? Like JJ? I don't think I've loved anyone the way that Becky loves JJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. I don't know that I've ever thought there was a famous person I would. I just my brain would never even go there. Like, well, if I ever meet Alyssa Milano, <laughs> back, yeah, back <laughs> in the day, that was probably first crush it, for a lot of people, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, talking about who's the boss. Yeah, who's the boss, Alyssa Milano? When you were a kid of that age, that was the girl you wanted to date. Yes, for yeah, sure, for sure, for sure. Perfect. You know how about how did you feel about Soleil Moonfry? Punky Brewster. Punky. Uh, you know, punky. I was never a punky watcher or fan. You know, wow. I don't know that I was a fan. I watched it though. I think I watched it because they hooked me in with other shows before and after. Like Silver Spoons and Webster and stuff. Is that yeah, around the same I, time? I well, you know what? At some point all those were on the same time and like all days after together. four. Yeah. 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 It wasn't the premiere night of them anymore, right? Mr. Belvedere. Great. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I forgot about Mr. Belvedere. Taking it way back. Oh well, we we go way back. Well, at least I do. <laughs> no, I do too. I remember Mr. Belvedere. Yeah. I get I get to a place where, like, I don't. I didn't have an opinion about my television show choices. I was a <laughs> latchkey kid, right? Like, I did. I just I watched what my favorite shows were, and my favorite shows were still like. I mean, you know, I, I, I still like, um, I'm trying to think of the goddamn name of it. What's happening with Raj and D oh, rerun yeah. and sure. Miss Shirley. I mean, I that, that I missed it. So, you know, it's shows like that. I love the Jeffersons, Me too. even though I was sort of an, that was B I was watching those because my parents were watching them. Right. Different strokes. Love different strokes. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, uh, I watched all of them. I watched Mr. Belvedere. I watched Who's the Boss. Uh, I still can't like. I look back and remember. I know. I know. I've watched a ton of Family Ties and Growing Pains. Like, I think I was a sitcom junkie. Right. That was our generation, uh, though. Yeah. yeah that was probably when I was waiting for mom to get home. Well, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember like Saturdays in the '90s when it was like Step by Step? Boy Meets World, Dinosaurs. Meets World. Yes, yeah. Dinosaurs is great. I still yes. think that's a that's a. I think that show kind of. I, I feel this way about 
all art, right? Music, television shows. A show like Dinosaurs kind of comes and goes, but it sets up, I think, the some part of the foundation for those more adult animated shows that came later. Mm-hmm. That were, you know, mm-hmm. even King of the Hill or Family Guy. I mean, I think Dinosaurs, I think Family Guy. You know, I, I miss dinosaurs. I think you guys are probably young and you know, holding me up and younging you down. Like I think I missed whatever was going on in the nineties. I was already not you were into cooler shit too. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're, I mean, let's, let's, this is Mitch humble bragging. <laughs> I was already into rock. I was, <laughs> <laughs> You did, you, like, you I was already like, painting my right. fingernails black. <laughs> that happened at five or six. It had to happen at an early age. Oh. Came out the womb with black fingernails. <laughs> this is where I would get screwed up. Like this is where I'm fifty fifty on this. Is that I would think I'm going to paint my nails, and then I go blue is nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'd have I mean, every now, intention of doing the black, but then you'd be like, yeah. "Ooh, sparkles!" <laughs> I'm gonna do one little blue one. I like this. I'm, like this is where this is where Brooke would get mad at me. I'll name colors that she's never heard of. Like I'll go one that's puce, <laughs> one, one, one that's fuchsia, one that's periwinkle. <laughs> what did I say the other day? I said some shit to a bro. Or I said, yeah, you'd ha- it's like you were having, I told him it looked like you had shimmer on in that picture. And he goes, what the fuck is shimmer? <laughs> I had to explain to him <laughs> what shimmer was and why the hell I knew about it at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, it- <laughs> there was one color that I sought and sought. I found it once, and I didn't buy it, and I regretted it ever since. It was at Hot Topic before Hot Topic became what it, what it is i don't mainstream. know maybe, yeah it got a little more mainstream yeah, earlier yeah. on like it, it was you when know, you walked by it and you were like terrified to go into it because all the employees had like the spiked up colored hair felt like home to me man i love yeah, it yeah, <laughs> yeah. posters in the window and stuff it's not yeah. scary at all. it was called frostbite and it was it was awesome it was a little glittery and i i wanted it oh my god it can i <laughs> All right, here's to go right into that same shimmer type of discussion. Uh, I was telling somebody where to find Lush. Do we know what Lush is? Ooh, Do you guys yeah. know what Lush is? Okay. The so I was telling them where to find Yeah. Yeah, like okay. the store. This, like they make handmade soaps uh, and they have a bougie of you, sir. Kind of products. <laughs> I love their stuff. Anyway, my um for a long time they make these massage bars. They're great. They make these, you know, bath bombs, like you said, and soaps. They did have a men's shaving cream that was really good. But I'm telling you, in another moment where it gets weird and uncomfortable, is I'm telling this person where Lush is, and she's like, "Oh, what do you guys like?" And I was like, "You know, I wish I could. I know this, by the way. I'm like, I wish I could tell you to go and get Snowflake, but they don't make it anymore, and I'm really <laughs> pissed about it because nothing smells like it. And we use the massage bar, the most bougie fucking. St- uh, the next six sentences that came out of my mouth were very. I'm sure confusing for the audience, for the listener of that conversation. <laughs> Cause I mean, I really like it and it's really this beautiful smell and it's got, it's got this shimmer to it and it's nice. It's nice. I'm not afraid to say that. It's nice. That's <laughs> good. Embrace was it, it like Embrace your signature that. scent? Cause I feel like <laughs> everybody was, has a signature scent. Look, you know what it was? It was the one thing I knew that both Brooke and I liked. Right. And it wasn't all the time. So they would make it seasonally. So it'd be like holidays. You could always go and get something with it. So that was always like a Christmas gift for years. Every Christmas you'd get. Well, you had to save up a whole freaking year to afford it. 
<laughs> well, we can get a gift box. So I got a gift box, and it isn't cheap, but I did get it right every year, and I was really bummed. <laughs> I was really bummed. It's they don't the make worst it anymore. when they discontinue things. It breaks me because I'm a creature of habit. Yes. Yes. And I know that one of your habits recently has been totally taken away from you because we got to the verdict of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Yes. No more watchy watchy. No more listening no. about details. But I mean, you- she keeps she keeps talking about it. So, <laughs> so I didn't watch the whole interview thing, and I just read sort of the headlines that come across in the news. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I saw that she was continuing to say she could have released different evidence and. You know, it would have changed the trial or something. Yeah, she had a huge piece of evidence that wasn't allowed and or wasn't released. And I'm like, well, if it was that huge, why didn't you put it in? Yeah, I mean, for... why keep it out? Ugh. And she can't pay the guy. She can't pay the what? No, what she she's can't. Owed, she she'll go bankrupt. Million? Fifteen. Fifteen. And million. he and so what's the what's to the rumor that he may not ask her to pay at all? Oh, I heard that. I heard I heard it was like just him being like him and saying <laughs> I didn't do it just for the money. I did it to get my name back or whatever. That was pretty clear, right? I mean, I don't yeah. think he needs the money. He does. I don't think he needs 13 million. No. Not I do. I, I would love 13 does. million dollars. <laughs> So were you? Ha- I mean, we kind of all knew that it was going that way. We talked a lot of about how obvious it was. I mean, for somebody like I didn't really watch the trial, but if I watched a clip mm-hmm. of the trial, she definitely looked like a psychopath. I was very happy with the verdict. I I agreed with all of it, even her getting a little bit. So fortunately, we also kind of touched on one part of this where we were saying, and what I don't hear it a lot, but I have heard it brought up in other places, like. Do we think that this is the end of the Me Too movement, right? And that's that's mm-hmm. only come up in a in, even in a couple of settings, like on Real Time with Bill Maher. Yeah. I think a week ago or so, um, they had gone a couple a couple of minutes talking about whether it was or wasn't. And we had both had our opinions. Um, I think it was a couple episodes ago, so maybe fifty eight or fifty nine. Where you know that was a concern of mine too. Was that I would worry that this would make it difficult more unbelievable for some women i'm sure there's a lot of context there where they are Mm -hmm. who the people they're dealing with are but that's the fear right do you think like after you've seen everything kind of cut and dry do you get the feeling that that's still a little true that it hurt the movement or do you you know i don't think think it did i think she made a fool of herself so you think it's subjective? Um, that's now. what, yeah. I think that's what it's going to be remembered as her. So she's been rejected herself. by women full heartedly. She's now not speaking. Mm-hmm. She no longer reflects on women as a as a whole. Yeah. You think there's any comeback for her? No, absolutely not. It, the way that she's talking right now, and she keeps continually lying and trying to make him look bad, instead of just saying, you know, like, your baby, this is my truth, baby like. This is my truth. I stand by it. If you don't right. believe me, that's fine. But she keeps running her damn mouth. And it's like, I, I have a hard time feeling for you, bro. But hmm. she's not yeah. going to be an Aquaman, too. They cut her out of it. That's official. At least there's punishment there. I think so. so. 
Mitch, I just did you want to? Do you have a, an opinion um, on any of this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I love Johnny Depp in uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. It's a great movie. That's, that's <laughs> a great movie. <laughs> I loved his did hair. Did you? Did you have? <laughs> I tried to hair for years. <laughs> um, there's a her lawyer Elaine did an interview with um like Oprah's best friend Gail does like a talk show with Nate Burleson from the I like Nate Burleson. Player. Pretty crazy he, that she's got to be referred to as Oprah's best friend. That's just yeah. <laughs> in order to get those viewers right, um, she was on and she was like blaming his team and like blah blah blah. Never took like. Uh, you know that woman's not going to get a job. Very yeah, easy. and Nate Burleson goes. You know what? I played in the NFL for a long time, and whenever I lost a game, instead of blaming the other team, I looked inside, looked at myself, and thought, "What did I do wrong?" And her face was everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I, I was saw like, the, "You go, I Nate. Saw the memes. You go, Nate. <laughs> I saw the memes. I saw the memes. Yeah, I think that that's was pretty. The best well, thing. she's a she's look." Uh, the I think the one line that says it all is when she's like in front of everybody, cameras and jury, saying, "I'm doing the best that I can." <laughs> that is, <laughs> I just that is not that confidence building. Do like you, I like, was, if, out, I was working out, and I was like, "I'm doing the best I can." <laughs> like Mitch, if I'm an electrician and I come to your house and you're having me <laughs> run some new electrical, and you notice that the lights are flickering and it's taking twice as long, and you come down and you're like, "Look, I just want to check and see how you feel you're doing," and my response is, "I'm doing the best the that best I can." I, can. <laughs> I would be flooded with confidence, I would be overcome <laughs> with a sense of. Uh, comfort. <laughs> I believe in you, Triple C electrician. He'd, he'd go back upstairs and get you some lemonade and a nice yeah. like box of Kleenex. You, you fill me like, with confidence. Take your take your time, buddy. We're all just trying our best here. We're all just doing our best. No, you know what? The, you said something, uh, Charlie. Um, maybe asking Becky whether or not she no longer or didn't ever represent uh all women is that accurate you recalled your comment i was just saying mm-hmm. i don't think she said she, becky had never suggested that she did becky and i no, were no, both I, yeah. I was saying like amber heard as she was going through and exposing what appears to be just a complete fabrication by her about all this the the conversation was surrounded and I'm, what am i telling you you heard it you edited it <laughs> you know what we said but um yeah we were basically saying is there a fear? Cause that was being discussed about like with the more serious parts of discussions that I've heard about it went a little past just what the subject matter of that trial was. And they were trying to extrapolate the meaning of if it was going to impact believability. I, I understand women. that point. Yeah. That you're making there. Yeah. I just, my only comment on that was that I don't think any one person ever represents all people of any given group or segment i don't think that that should ever be looked at that way regardless so i don't think for anybody in this room it is like for for we are we believe that i we all agree mm-hmm. with you i think yeah, i think that yeah. there's a lot of people who you know i i don't even know how to, i just don't like anyone ever being like i no one speaks for me i speak right, that guy represents God. everybody no i yeah. agree yeah. with that yeah that's uh but, low energy thinking right yeah and 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 it's a bad habit that you kind of like I'm okay with when it comes to like half and half and eggs, you know, things, things that I can be, uh, uh, I can make assumptions about. Um, but a lot of people are 
I would be worried that the, there were people that would maybe, maybe even just bringing it up as a topic would make somebody be hopefully sure. more aware that that mm-hmm. was happening or could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would worry that, you know, you have people who, for whatever, like, let's say there's a police officer or a security guard or, you know, a brother-in-law, right? And you're telling them and they might, you know, even if that person is somebody that, let's put it in that context, right? What if that woman that you're being told is being abused, that person, that brother-in-law, and he doesn't like that person and easily makes this like, you know, doesn't stop to think like subjectively, right? He just thinks, Mm -hmm. he just watched Amber Heard, maybe this is another person lying about somebody and that's what we we're afraid of, right? That's yeah. what I was. Yeah, that's sure. a really bad metaphor. But yeah, I, but I just I think there's some people that that do think that, right? They do categorize. Um, they do spell it. <laughs> shortcut to thinking. And, yeah, yeah. And Natalie has to remind me of that, like all the time. And I can't think of a perfect example right now. But we'll we'll be talking about something or watching something, and I'm like, what? I don't understand what the problem is here. I don't understand why people are seeing that. She's like. She has to remind me, not everyone has, and you talked about humble brag earlier. Here's the humble brag. Not everyone is as enlightened. She's like, you don't understand that this still exists. You don't understand that people still view, yeah. uh, you know, something in, in the, like a sexist or a racist light. Cause I view people as individuals and it just doesn't dawn on me the level of ignorance that's out there. The level of people are taking like their shortcuts to thinking and I have to be reminded of that. And it's a, it's a, it's my own personal flaw. It's something that I'm fighting against is just recognizing that not everybody um, is going to stop and think about it. Like I wouldn't have even thought about those things because I, I'm like, well, people aren't going to, who, who wouldn't believe, believe a woman who's in, in distress and it has like something to say. Why would, what excuse would they right. have to believe that? I Amber heard that doesn't, I, it doesn't calculate into my thinking, but I realize, yes, what you're saying is true someone might take that shortcut and yeah, that's, that's a hazard. And it's, and it's weird that it happens. Right. But it, mm-hmm. it does. It, 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 and it's, and it's it is sad. I don't, I don't know. I, I work at trying to, I think it has to do with exposure too. like if, yeah. like for instance, I, I think that where you're at in your, you're not in. So like, let's say you were in the heart of Mississippi there would be an entirely different environment and different situations that would just, for you, blow your mind, right? It's right. it's Doc Hollywood, right? When he shows up in the small town, and, <laughs> and it's like, and I was raised in yeah. a small town, and I I, I, just I know you get it. I know you stuff. get it. But how long has it been since you've lived there? Well. I mean, I don't want to give away how very, very, very old I am, but my point, my point being is I had to learn some of that moving back to like from the West side of the country to the East side of the country, especially the yeah. Southeast. So I, I have this, there's a, there's a moment of exhaustion that you get to when you're not, you're just kind of fish out of water. Mm-hmm. And I moved here and it was just a different style those that there's a lot of different um fixtures in a person's mind about these staples about how to go about something how to think about something and it's something that i've never gotten used to living here and that's not to say everybody in southern louisiana is like that but it's a lot more obvious and common and normal 
mm-hmm. and casual. It needs to be said. It's not like it's threatening every time I'm noticing it, right? It's comfortable and casual for those who feel that way. And you just sort of there witnessing it. And it's it's hard to, without going, nobody wants to have a long conversation about it with you when you're that person either, especially <laughs> if, if you're, you know what I mean? You're at a barbecue. Uh-huh. Let me ask and, you, though, what's the difference between like having a higher expectation of the people around us or maybe just being naive? Because I'm not sure which one it is of me. Like, which which am I? Like, I'm expecting people to be on a higher plane, uh, or is it that I'm just ignorant of the fact of their ignorance? Like, I can't wrap my head around it. Am I? Am I? I think we're all, I mean, to 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 be like honest about that. I'll take it. No, 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 no. I think that at some extent, that's what conversation is for. That's what that Mm -hmm. tool just on its face, I think, Uh is for is to figure out how that person and why that person, if you're able to, you know, and I don't think there's a way for sure, it. I think we're all ignorant. Open, we're sure. all ignorant. I mean, I, before yeah. the before the conversation even begins, I just I just have a higher expectation of people. I just think yeah. that we're better than we are, and then I keep getting reminded that we're not. And I, I think they need. I think we've had a similar conversation yeah. like this yeah, actually, <laughs> where I I I think it takes like representation, and there's not enough of that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, as weird as that sounds, right? I think that. That's I don't know. Yeah, that's a whole, I just don't know. Um, and so that representation, I think can be, you know, it has to be consistent and those consistent things are staples in society regionally in a weird way, which I think mm-hmm. is what I was trying to get at with living in Arizona, Tucson's a blue dot in a red state. Um, and new Orleans is a, like a red dot with some purple zones <laughs> like um, and some blue like zones too yeah i mean and 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 it's a weird it's also an odd dichotomy because there are some things that are like super surprising that you're right along like aligned with if you're thinking like the way we're talking about where mm-hmm. things are subjective and deserve thought there's a lot of people like that here it's just not it's not as easy to do that right I think that's that's asking people to do it, and you have to show them why they're doing it. And a lot of people don't find it rewarding, which is frustrating. I think when you're trying to relate to people, but I honestly think there's not somebody around. There's not enough people around for people to go. You know who always seems to be fair and calm and reasonable about stuff? That guy. I want to be more like that guy, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie. That's what I am. Everybody listen to me. No, I, I just think that that's, that's, um, you know, I think it takes, it, it's not even like a, a, it's not a pissing contest in my opinion, but I mean, living here, I, I've seen little, you know, you can tell there's a small community around this area or around this group of people that, that exists here just like they would anywhere. But the dominance is the, a lot more of what you're talking about, a lot more tropes, mm-hmm. a lot more staples. And you want things to go, I want things to go fairly. So I worry about, um, you know, when I hear that question posed in my head and then I hear it posted on some major news outlet or podcast, or maybe I hear about it talked on real time, which is viewed by millions of people. I wonder why it's there too. Like, I wonder if they're posing the question just to get people to think about it or whether it's something where they're looking for answers because they're genuinely concerned. And so, yeah, I mean, like you talk, take the worst case example, that small town 
and I don't know where, where, um, if it was like this, where you grew up, but you can imagine there's probably a lot of small, small towns, very traditional and before Amber Heard or before the Me Too movement, it was a major problem. Like we know it existed that, mm-hmm. um, you know, cops would get called and, you know, they, the cops would be like, well, you know, they'd look at the woman that was being abused and go, what'd you say? <laughs> or what didn't you do or something? And that's what a generation or two ago. And so it's like, I, I didn't know why they were posing the question, but I worried that, you know, you could, it's not hard for me to imagine some uh, not highly educated, very busy person who just likes Johnny Depp movies, who loves Jack Sparrow. And <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and just draws that, that weird deductive reasoning, you know, no, monkeys. His roles, man. Come on. Like, so you get, you get <laughs> I know there's a lot lighten, better roles. Lighten the topics a little bit. Like, cry really baby, please. Come yeah, on. cry baby. Yeah. Right. He loves cry baby. Oh, so. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's. I think I'm. We're all with you on that. We all wish mm-hmm. people were were aimed at that stuff, and and I can't answer for why they're not. And I get disappointed about it too. But I also feel like I I, I don't know that I I get I go back and forth, man. Like I get mad, and then I wonder why they're like that, and then I want to talk. See, to my them. thought is like by even asking the question, by even posing it, by even like presenting it, it seems sometimes to give fuel to the fire. To I think. And, and I'm not saying like hide our heads in the sand, but sure. it should be addressed, should be looked at, and then just move past because you know it's the it's you know uh, I'm done. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be done. No, no, yeah. it's a good conversation. <laughs> it is. It I is can. a good conversation. Look, I, I think that's where out. we're both aiming at. Like, I yeah. would love to be in a place where it wasn't even a consideration for a question. That it's yeah. absurd, and it is. It's absurd on its face. That we're in a like, and maybe that's a good way to end it. Maybe mm-hmm. all of this of what we're going into in detail, and what I might have been worried about, or or what Becky and I were talking about in previous episodes, being concerned with it being an effect on the Me Too movement. Maybe the fact that it's like an idiocracy representation, the fact that this is a question at all, when it's concerning Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, we're taking two Hollywood superstars, or not Amber Heard, Hollywood one Hollywood superstar, one Hollywood superstar, and one bed shitter, and one bed shitter, yeah, and and we're we're yeah, the the fact that it exists as a question is uh, uh, nuts, nuts, nuts. And so let's go on to another nutty question having to do with Hollywood, since we're going to jump off of that subject. But before we do, it's I'm going to take a small break to hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back. We know you've been scared watching horror movies by yourself. Well, now you don't have to. Hang out with Ruminations of Redrum, all things horror from movies to the latest spooky games we've played. Come hang out, but hurry. The killer's behind you. Just that quick. Just that easy. We're going to keep going on this. We're back from the break. So we were talking about something having to do with Hollywood superstars. Let's move from Johnny Depp onto Tom Cruise and his newest movie. Now, we're not going to do any spoilers because I haven't seen the movie yet. And yes, I don't know if. Good, thank oh. you. I was worried when I saw the topics. Yes, I know. I figured you might be worried. I'm not going to go into crazy spoilers, right? All we're going to do is hear a non-spoiler reaction from (laughs) Becky, who's seen it and has not taken (laughs) off her American flag yet. Um, Okay, so before I get into what I really want to talk about concerning Miles Teller and his character Rooster, um, 
why don't you just give me a hardcore solid instant reaction from seeing the movie? It was amazing. Like so good. So good. So good. I was I was not I was not surprised that it was good, but it was just like wow. And he <laughs> <I was laughs> says, but just yeah. like wow. Just like wow. <laughs> but like I I love I, I love the original Top Gun. That's like one of my all-time favorite movies. So I was like going in, I was like, this better be good or I'm gonna be really pissed. Becky, I gotta we gotta have the just like wow movie list now. I mean, this is a big deal. Because like, wow. I, mean, <laughs> I just had to Top Gun 2 in a movie that Becky with the good hair from Brevity Box calls just like wow. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the whole time I'm in the theater, I'm like gripping the seat. Like I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Wow. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, this is a Reddit. (laughs) Just like wow. This is gonna have all the memes. Just like wow. That's gotta be I'm fucking hooked. I'm gonna be saying that for two years. I'm glad I Everything. could give you something today. You're welcome. I'm not making fun. I love it. I love it so hard. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're gripping your seat. You love Top Gun. Everybody loves Top Gun. And mind you, I'm I not mean, like the biggest Tom Cruise fan. I, I, interesting. I don't care for him. Why? But I love Top Gun. Oh wow! Is it the team? I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I can't stare at him for very long without just like going right to his teeth. I can't do it. <laughs> It is the teeth. That's harsh, man. I can't. I think it's the teeth and then everything that's come out about him and the Scientology. It just kind of. Oh. Yeah. How dare you judge a man because of his wackadoo, crazy ass religion? (laughs) You know, I'm going to judge that one. (laughs) Before this week that I wasn't a Tom Cruise fan. I like a lot of Tom Cruise movies. I didn't. And uh, I didn't realize that I was a Tom Cruise fan. Until this week, and I, I watched um, Jack Reacher. What is it? 2012. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I hadn't the seen The film it, he right? was too short for. Was he? I, I don't know. I, I loved the Amazon uh, TV series. I watched that like in. And that's the more. That's the way he, that character is written. Like, that's what I understand. Six, yes. five, giant man. Yes, mm. that's that's what I understand. I haven't read the book. <laughs> Sorry, pause <laughs> no, for okay. pause for craving sounds from Becky. <laughs> it just got hotter in Tucson, Arizona. Ooh, hey! Mm. <laughs> but I watched Jack Reacher just because I, I was. Everyone else was talking about Top Gun. I didn't have any other Tom Cruise movies to watch, so I popped that in, and I was like, "This is a good time." Tom Cruise is good. He's entertaining. He's a great entertainer. I don't think that yeah. can be argued. Yeah, you I know, just don't I, like. I ah, love his man. movies. Don't like him as a person. Don't like his face. Can't. Stare at <laughs> I don't come like on, his face. Come, smile and wink. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> his teeth. I just I, can't do the teeth. Can't do it. I. Do I it. don't know that I. Um, I think I would always have a tendency to isolate movies of his that I like that I, were kind of like, I like that movie anyway, you know, mm-hmm. like, but then you start getting to a point where you can't ignore that you loved cocktail, you know, <laughs> like, like I would talk about legend because there were cool things to talk about with the movie legend. And I can talk about Tim Curry and mm-hmm. the way that 
he made he mesmerized me with his portrayal of darkness, which for anybody else would look like your childhood rendition in pure perfection of the devil. And yeah. it, and he is excellent and it's glorious. And if you want to talk about movies setting a uh, a moment like where you decide, and I got to, I mean, I'm a kid straight up, like maybe nine or 10 the first time I see that movie. And at that moment where Mia Sarah didn't on, not on my radar, I am not online in that way as a boy until <laughs> he snaps into that black gown with the high <laughs> collar and she's totally gothed out and dancing around a room with fire Some in the background. Organs. It's like this thing came, it was like, like I could hear the keyboard, like, okay, that's what we're going to like forever. <laughs> like That's the girl <laughs> you're going to be attracted to in a lineup. It's always going to be that, that imagery, right? Yeah. That's where it happened. And I, I would talk about movies that had all those other details, but then again, he's collateral is probably the movie that really, made it to where I just was openly like, yeah, he's great. Love his movies. And I don't know if you've ever seen it. And if you haven't, you should. I haven't seen Collateral. But that does bring up a question. If Mia Sarah was that imprinting moment for you and created that um, template for what was attractive to you for years to come, for sure, I would ask to Becky, what <sighs> was it in your young life? Which, Freddie Prince Jr. I, who? Woo. Freddie Prinze Jr. For real? What? Yeah. He doesn't look anything like no, JJ Watt right now. Dude. I don't care. Nobody. That was Anyone that was my program, like, huh? I'm like all the like all of the Giga Chads, and then it was Freddie. I I can remember the like moment. I like I don't know what movie it was, but he came on the screen, and I was like, uh, what? My lady parts, they're burning. <laughs> <laughs> you just start hearing funky music in the background. Yeah. And then, like, the, then it was like the heart shape around him. And then my eyes got like sparkles I, and stars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So is there, is there a pivotal moment that Giga Chads came on your radar? Because yeah. that's, that's like, I don't know if that guy stayed, although I have seen a picture of one of your exes, and if he had different colored hair, he'd definitely fit the Prince Jr. Yeah, my, yeah, my high I get school ex. Going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, slender athletic. Yeah. yeah. But where does, where does the Giga Chad thing come from? Um, I think that I Mitch think and that I came both from, want to know now. I think my, when I got into sports, like really liking sports. Yeah. Is there like a first... Derek was Jeter. was it the boss? <laughs> Derek. Okay, so that makes sense. I mean, Derek yeah. Jeter's monster yeah. guy. It's a big man. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. envy Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> Wait. No, he never dated one. her. He dated Sorry. Mariah Carey. That's right, Mariah Carey. Jessica Biel. Oh, really? And she mm-hmm. went back to Slender Athletic and Justin Timberlake, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Derek Jeter, and so Derek, and then I'm so excited. Then, There's gonna be a like you like a Last Dance series on Derek Jeter coming out. I'm so excited. So you became a sports fan, not only attracted to him, but just got totally into the numeric and everything like that makes you yeah. so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's interesting. Now the movie that we referenced earlier. Have you seen Legend? No. Don't feel sorry. 
Don't be. I don't feel don't bad be. about it. I don't. I don't. Well, that's comforting. No, <laughs> no, well, you, you should see it. You should watch it. I'll put it on my long list of movies to watch. Yeah, the, it, it is the greatest. Uh, it's a it's a weird movie to imagine for when it was when it was made. I, God, if they did a remake, I would sort of flip on that. I would probably burn some shit down if they tried to make that remake that. Yeah, that would be upsetting. It's one of those movies oh, that I don't know hallway, how to do it. Huh? The poster's in my hallway. I love that movie. I love that movie so hard. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird movie though. I would suggest being uh, a few cocktails in when you start it and enjoy one while you're watching it. You'll love it. Okay. But it kind of carries on with that theme of Tom Cruise, and mm-hmm. we all got sidetracked because we were talking about Top Gun, which is kind of the movie he was known for, the very famous and very often joked about volleyball scene which I'm sure was a different experience for us versus you, Becky, when you saw the volleyball <laughs> scene. Did you find it at all uh, super gay, like a lot of people joke about? No. I you found not. it super sexy? Yeah. Let bit. me guess, Hollywood. Hollywood was your boy. No. Who was it, You're Val Kilmer? Make so much fun. No, it was Goose. Really? <laughs> I love Anthony Edwards. He's like my I dorky. love Anthony Edwards, too. He's my but dorky. I'm surprised. I don't think any girl had goose on their wall. I You're did. complex. You are <laughs> complex. Very complex. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you. <laughs> I'm more than just a superficial bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's funny too because it's a great segue into what I really wanted to talk about. But with I Top have Gun a question too. for you guys before that. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you guys were Top Gun pilots, what would your call sign be? Ooh. Silver Tongue Devil. Keith. (laughs) 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 But that's way better. (laughs) Keith. (laughs) What what did you say? (laughs) Yeah, but your call sign's gotta be like shorter, Charlie. Like Okay. What did you say? You said Keith? (laughs) I'm gonna stick with Keith. I like (laughs) Keith is funny. (laughs) No. No, Chief. Chief. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you said Chief. chief. I was good. like, that's really random, but I'm just going to laugh because everybody else is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> call, call sign Viper, Maverick, Goose, Keith. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> that's Keith. so funny. Uh, I think mine would probably be something about my laughter. They'd probably be call me Cackle. Chuckle. <laughs> chuckle. I'd get, I'd get something like that. I'm sure of it. Woodchuck. Something along those lines. Oh, what would yours be, Becky? Yeah, about you. Well, Becky. I had two in mind. So I would have to have somebody help me pick. I'd either okay. want to be Honey Badger or Wrigley. Oh, Wrigley. How about Ripley? Ripley would be better. No, Wrigley's good. Wrigley. I, like, I know where you're going yeah. with Wrigley. Yeah. yeah. A rife with innuendo, I feel. What, Wrigley or Ripley? Wrigley. Ripley's just badass, which you could go with Ripley, too. Ripley's good. Because well, I'm like, because the Chicago and the sports. Oh, but then I picked Honey Badger because I'm kind of like, when you first look at me, I'm sweet, but then I can like totally bite your head off. So I yeah. liked those two. I like, I, I'm going to go with Wrigley 
I think it's better, and I think I agree with with if we're gonna go with your Keith style alternative, Ripley is a badass one for you too. Total alien Sigourney Weaver reference. Respect. <laughs> so we were talking about your uh, super young, inappropriate lusting after Anthony Edwards Goose and his porn stash, which seems to be like you know talking about the original Top Gun. It was like Tom Skerritt had the man stash, which I think was only represented in the eighties by. Uh, Tom Selleck and Tom Skerritt, the two Toms, uh-huh. had the biggest, like, sweeping mustaches of them all. And then you have Goose's porn stash. Yes. And if you don't know what we mean by a porn stash, we mean that narrow, almost penciled-in, small little mustache that is enough to make you uncomfortable whenever you look directly at it. <laughs> and it's something that they clearly used in Top Gun 2 to denote who Rooster is, played by Miles Teller. And yeah. I don't think we're giving anything away here. But Mitch, let me just you know tell you that casting was perfect. I believe it. I see it. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie, but I see it. Mitch, are we ruining yeah. this part of the movie? Did you not no, know I about mean, this? Believe me, after all the episodes I've done of uh, Cinephile Hissy Fit, Fit, shout out, boys. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, CHO. <laughs> uh I have to get spoiled constantly on films that, that I can't sucks. wait to see. And then I have to <laughs> do their episodes where they, they lay it all out for me. So I'm like kind of listening with half an ear. I'm like, oh, listen for any really bad errors or problems. Um, so I don't mind. Spoil away. It's okay. I'm not going to spoil too much because the thing that I thought was hilarious is I have a friend of mine who went fishing recently and they sent us a picture. Me and a buddy sent me a picture of their catch beautiful day of fishing and he's there and i swear to you the guy looks like he saw top gun too <laughs> all right and i know what the before picture looks like right so mm-hmm. him just standing there with these dudes he went fishing with the first thing i do is like zone in like camera zoom tight lip and it's the porn stash <laughs> and it is 100% him trying to look like miles teller in top gun 2 I have got to tell you that I've actually noticed that too on like the dating apps. So you, you were saying through And it's like everybody has a porn stash. So I, being the person I am, will purposely try and match those people and be like, my line with them is like, talk to me, Goose, and see if they've actually like seen the movie or if that's like a legit fashion choice for them. Yeah, you're going to get yourself in a bind when the next, the first good reaction you get is from somebody who really genuinely wants you to play the role of Maverick. Well, then they're going to they're going to buy themselves a date cuz that would be awesome. <laughs> you got a jumpsuit, a helmet. You guys have to ride that's on couch my, pillows until you eject. That's in my costume collection. You eject into the safety of your bed in your bedroom. And all of a sudden, it's like, doom, 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 doom. Like number 10 on the fantasy suite list. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is true, though. This is what I'm laughing about is I don't know if I, I – it made me start thinking about what I did that was like that when I was a kid. I don't think I've ever done it as an adult, though, and that's what made me laugh. And what? Where you see a movie, you see the way somebody's dressed or the way they're oh. like a beard or something that you wanted to do, a haircut, 
and you go and you try to you do it. You are motivated to look like that because you thought it was cool, right? There's a lot of dudes right Please now that are lie. wearing there's they're wearing button down shirts with loose necklaces and a porn stash with their sunglasses on their head, right? They're I all know, walking around. Charlie, I'm gonna stop you there because I know that you saw Twilight. And you tried to buy all the all the highlighter glitter and stand outside with your pale. pale I wish I had a decent motivation to say (laughs) that. Right? I don't. I don't think there was a movie that did it. I think I just tried a bunch because I I thought it would be cool. I'd say if the ones that come to mind are really cheesy, like as an adult, I think uh, like I was maybe nineteen, yeah, maybe nineteen or twenty, and George Michael laughter in Sue had was just released like a new album where he had a Caesar, like a really tight Caesar. And I was like, I want that haircut. And that did not work well. <laughs> What's Caesar? <laughs> it's like, think of Julius Caesar, you know, that same look of this where the hair is like very short Hold bangs. On. Hold on, the, Mitch, I got you. I yeah, got we're going to get you a picture on, <laughs> on Discord so you can take okay. a look at it. <laughs> But needless to say, the uh, Supercuts version of a Caesar is never good. <laughs> Dude, you, I... Find the worst picture ever. When I had short hair, I would it would start to grow out. And every once in a while, like every th- couple of years, I would think, ah, it's all right, I could go to Supercuts. I, and I, I learned a lesson like every single time I went. But it took me like two or three years to forget that I didn't want to go back. And then I would go to try and save a buck. But... At the 100%. end of the day, I went to my stylist. She was awesome, and she was expensive, but it it paid. It it showed. I understood why. But then every once in a while, you just lose sight of the goal, and you go to supercuts, and that's what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Look, no, We're don't be sponsors here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to upset supercuts. Our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. So that's a Caesar, basically. Which you know, it's, it's, that's, that's actually a, a nice one. But it's not. Nice. It's, <laughs> it's not this like a, a, I just think of the bangs. The man oh my! Bang. Oh, you know what? I got. I'm gonna get the the George Michael Caesar rocking in here just so you can see it. Oh. So you know what motivated the whole thing. No, but I was. I mean, as smart as I might think I am, dude, that was the one thing where I was maybe in the last hundred people to just go, oh, he's gay. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. think about it. Didn't even think yeah. about it. Didn't care. Didn't and even, I, like, I didn't care. That's the whole point. I didn't give right. a shit. And of course, I would totally think, like, man, all those beautiful, like, the women that I adored were all in the Freedom video. You know, and I was just like, oh, this guy's got all the ladies. No, I don't know. I want your sex video. Oh, I don't think you see your face, do you? In that whole, in that whole I video. Don't I don't know. I don't but know. yeah, that's, that's maybe the one thing for Mitch. It wasn't, you don't remember what it was for you? For me? For like what I, what I tried to there Was there something you saw as a kid that you wanted to look like? I guess there was because I mean I I followed the rock aesthetic pretty much my whole life. I'm like jeans and t-shirt guy with docks and long hair. I mean, and never really strayed all that much. In fact, it was funny the other day I was rolling around and uh, found some old pictures, and I showed Natalie this picture from E3, probably early aughts, and she's like, "Dude, you wore that outfit like last week." <laughs> 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 so you wore that exact thing. <laughs> 
That's, That's awesome. But it's it's just so I mean, yeah, I always emulated my heroes, but uh their their style was pretty, you know, straightforward. I can't think of anything more than that. I, I, if I, could. I I had uh I do like in junior high, there was you know, I was into a lot of different music. It was just before I started really getting into being a DJ for any kind of party or bigger. And I was in just discovering like that a certain brand of hip hop. I was totally into Heavy D and the Boys, uh, you name it, and I loved the whole aesthetic of it. Right, and so there was a good few years where I had like wingtip black and white wingtip shoes and fucking like pleated pants and like silk shirts and shit. Where in June, like I'm not like I was. I know. <laughs> Like patterns on the shirt, and I thought it looked great. Oh you know, God. I was totally into it. You know, and very much spent my free time. And this is where I, you know, clearly have multiple personalities because it was like if I wasn't on my skateboard, I might be inside trying to copy the dance routine from Every Little Step for Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> I totally had those this moment where that was the case before I really stopped caring and went totally like went totally left on the opposite of it. But I mean, there are pictures of me going to homecoming in like an eggplant purple suit <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> with, with like with like wearing a black pair of suede nanas from uh, uh, the wild pair. I don't know if anybody remembers oh. shopping at Wild Pear. No. I don't even but that's, know what that is. Yeah. This so. reminiscence now takes me back, though, and now I can remember two instances. So I lied. Okay. Instance okay. number one. You, you're gonna, you're, you'll recognize this. Bill and Ted. Oh, I yeah. looked high and low for a vest like Ted's. I wanted that black vest oh, over yeah. like my rock T-shirt so badly. I just like, oh, that's that's the look. Did you make one? No, no. I ended up with this gray vest that was probably like some old granddad's vest, and I put some buttons on and stuff. But it didn't it didn't quite carry the same. And then the second time, um, which is funny because they're not even like they're they're one. I like them a lot, but I wouldn't say they are um, a key part of my listening discography. But stabbing westward when they came out with the song, what do I have to do? Their lead singer, Chris, had a haircut similar to mine, but his was dyed like kind of like this red color. And I was like, oh shit, I got to get that. that. That'll that look good on me. I wanted that really badly. And I wanted and the long, straight hair of uh, Ian Asprey from the cult. But I couldn't do that. My hair is too curly. Too much So, weight. yeah. I got to say, this is, the less, this is the hard lesson you learn when you go in and say, I want to look like George Michael's haircut. <laughs> and you have like straight up Italian Mexican hair. It's totally not going to work. <laughs> not without a lot of other products that aren't at Supercuts when you're like going to get a cheap haircut, right? So, uh, yeah, totally hilarious uh, motivations in the wrong way, I'm sure. And I now, I mean, dude, I'm with you on the whole Supercuts thing. Sometimes you just break down. No offense, Supercuts, but, you know, when you're, you're in and out in 15 minutes for a reason for guys. And girls would never go to, I don't know. Have you ever been to a Supercuts, Becky? No. You wouldn't, ever. What's the worst haircut you've ever had? 
Cheap. Um, let me tell you about the worst haircut I've ever had. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> my sister uh, got really mad at me one day, and while I was taking a nap, she decided to um, bleach my hair. My beautiful, beautiful, naturally like uh, dirty blonde hair, uh, bleach blonde, and I wanted to get it fixed because prom was the next day, and um, my hair ended up being pumpkin orange, and she gave me a bob because it was so so dead. <gasps> you look like a garbage pail kid. I did. I did. <laughs> horrible. For prom? Yeah. I tried to do the best that? I could with it. Did I get laid Everything. that night? Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. I mean. I mean. But it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I still I still cringe when I look at the pictures. Oh, you have to post some pictures. We'll never release them. We promise. No, yeah, but I have a really I have a really round face, and a bob just did not. See, yeah, I'm sure. Look, I would I understand what you're saying there. Yeah, Mitch, you had a. This is something we should follow up. Everybody posts their prom pictures. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Oh, I'm gonna. That would be hilarious, man. I, I, I'm going to find mine because I, I made sure to buy these like crazy expensive like patent leather slip-on shoes. <laughs> and I had the pants like hemmed in a way that it would fall to the back to reveal like a really nice white sock. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Awful. Night, the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> It took me 30 years to get as metro as you were and when you were 18. Like, <laughs> and, and dude, I've never... I, that's the funniest shit that I laugh at at this point in time is I look back on those times with... I, I'm laughing my ass off at myself because I don't know how I wasn't really aware of it. Like, in my mind, I just was like, yeah, whatever. Like, it again, it didn't matter. It didn't mean anything. But I didn't understand. Like, I would always find it trivial when people would react weird to it, right? Mm-hmm. Or anybody. Like, I remember my mom came home one day from work early, and uh, I think it was Club MTV <laughs> that's on the television, and they were playing a song by the Communards, which is this British band, really high falsetto voice pop. At the time, like Euro pop, we're talking like Eurasia type style music, and um, it was a cover of uh, "A Never Can Say Goodbye," but it was to like a really uh, trancy, poppy beat, faster. And my mom came home, and just hearing the last like thirty seconds of that song led to this six-minute confusing conversation about if I really liked girls. <laughs> From my mother, right? And I mean, seriously, where she was judging on that one moment. Not to paint her in a bad picture, but she's a single mom. She had a lot of these concerns that were bullshit rumors in that day, right? You need a man or he's going to blah, 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 blah. And it was just always like that, very confusing. And so now my wife will sit here and point it out to me at a bunch of times, and I'll go, oh... (laughs) <laughs> that's why they thought oh like oh. i mean clear memories and i'll be like and i'll laugh at myself because i realize how you know metrosexual so 90 of us right 
so 90s of a statement but that's oh, oops <laughs> no 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 but 100% like it very much where i didn't have i just didn't have an awareness of why it was bothering other people yeah. and by the time i did it was funny to me and i i'd even talked about it with brando because brando's such a a big boisterous guy i mean his voice sounds like just think of the the build of the person with that voice and you're going to get close mm-hmm. and him living with me as roommates, he would get so uncomfortable with that those little things, and I would just have fun with it. Like I said, I would go lay next to him in his bed. I embrace it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I would never do that. I just did it because I know it would bother the fuck out of him, right? <laughs> Put my hand on his shoulder, but not real firm, like real soft. Like, just to get a reaction. And that I still look back on plenty of plenty of times where I, I didn't understand like the the I just didn't get it I didn't get it I didn't get it from anybody I didn't know so yeah I, I don't know I, I'm the same guy who wore Heelys and I thought fun <laughs> every time you <laughs> say Heelys could... I think of that video that Brooke sent me and I can't get it out of my head <laughs> where it's park, hardcore parkour and Heelys from a yeah. guy who's just barely <laughs> jumping off the ground yeah well <sighs> Mitch, thanks for jumping in and joining us for an episode. We're kind of hitting that point where I think we've covered what we wanted to. Definitely wanted to get more into the porn stash. I'm thinking about growing one, Becky. Don't I think it. maybe we should all do it just to get I'll pictures out there. Stash. I have one more thing on the stash, though. You mentioned a couple famous stashes from the 80s, and I think you missed one very important stash from the 80s. Uh, Sam Elliott. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, he is the mustache. He is huh. the mustache. He's yeah, very he really, handsome. What did he did he get to yeah. be known for that in the eighties? Well, I guess Roadhouse. Yeah, I can't say anything. Or is that nineties? Oh yes, he's no, you're very right. Very handsome. Oh, totally handsome. Like, if I, I was in an elevator with him, I'd let him hit it. <laughs> <laughs> He'd say something totally stoic and country. He'd be like, "I'm sorry, little lady." And his, his like whiskers would be moving like really subtly, <laughs> you know. He'd make he'd make he'd make you go like I'm sorry, but I love you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> or he'd hum like you know the brown note. He'd have some note he could hum that would get you there. Yeah. Oh, him and Clint Eastwood. <laughs> oh, Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Pretty funny. Don't let it hit, let him hit it. I don't care. <laughs> Well, it was fun. I think we had some good laughs on this one. I appreciate it. It's a good episode. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Guys, thanks for listening to us once again and joining us for another episode. We'll hope you come back for one more. If you like what we're doing, subscribe. Get notifications on when our new episodes come out. Even better, go to our website at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com. And there's a lot of opportunities for you to find to support us there. Maybe find another show and subscribe to them too. Whatever it is, we hope to see you back on the next episode and we'll see you then. Brevity Box is a production of Area 42 Studios and Sound, and we're part of the Ruminations Radio Network. Bye, everybody.